The 2024 schedule is here. We'll discuss the biggest takeaways and advantages for the Oklahoma Sooners on today's episode of Locked On Sooners. You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Sooner Nation? Welcome to Locked On Sooners, and thank you for making Locked On Sooners your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. My buddy, Josh Helmer. He's still out of town having a great vacation uh, this week, but you can follow him on Twitter at Josh on ref and hear him when he's not on vacation, Monday through Friday from nine to noon on the KREF sports app. And again, locked on Sooners is your team every day here to cover the biggest stories on the Oklahoma Sooners. The schedule is out. We finally know when Oklahoma will be playing their future sec foes next year in the 2024 season it's a highly anticipated day we knew who they were going to be playing we knew pretty much what some of the games were going to be we knew the tennessee game we knew the alabama game we kind of learned those things a few weeks back but what we hadn't learned yet was when oklahoma might be playing lsu or when they might be playing Ole Miss, some of the you know more highly anticipated games and maybe Ole Miss doesn't stack up as far as uh, Alabama or LSU, but I asked everybody on Twitter, which road game would you be most excited to go to? And the overwhelming response from Sooner Nation was Ole Miss. LSU was a close second. I mean, maybe not even a close second, but LSU was second, but it was Ole Miss that really has the attention, I should say, of Sooner Nation. So let's take a look at the Oklahoma Sooners 2024 schedule we know the non-conference schedule we've known that for quite some time temple week one houston and then Tulane. houston fulfills the big or the power five requirement that the sec has created with the expansion and the addition of oklahoma and texas then you follow it up with tennessee your first sec game at home september 21st four straight home games to open the season a great opportunity for the Oklahoma Sooners to kind of get their offense in sync and hitting on all cylinders before they travel to Auburn, Alabama to face the Auburn Tigers on September 28th. It's, it's a great first five games. You've got a Temple team that Oklahoma shouldn't have no real issue with, but that Houston game now with Willie Fritz at the helm as the head coach, that's a pretty decent kind of tune-up game. Uh, you know, it's a power five team. Houston was a really competitive program this year. Uh, and even in Dana Holgerson's last season, I mean, they took Texas to the brink. Oklahoma State at one point had a big lead on them. So that's going to be a game that provides you a little bit of a test. And then Tulane, even though Fritz is gone, that's a, still a pretty solid, you know, group of five program that's going to look to kind of bounce back from the close loss that they had back in 2020 and see if they can continue the momentum that Fritz built during his tenure there. Let's take a look at the schedule again. It's 
then you get your first of two bye weeks coming right before the Red River Showdown. How beautiful is that? That is fantastic for the Oklahoma Sooners. You get a chance to reset, recalibrate, go into the Red River Showdown and have two weeks to prepare for what Steve Sarkeesian wants to throw at you, two weeks to prepare for what Texas is doing well, and two weeks to kind of correct the things that may not have gone well in the first five weeks of the season. Gives Jackson Arnold a chance to reset, get back to the film room, and continue to improve on his game before you face Texas down in the Cotton Bowl on that second weekend in October. No surprise there for the Sooners. They will be playing the quote-unquote home team against the Longhorns. Uh, But then you get South Carolina at home, a, a nice you know, matchup. I mean, obviously South Carolina isn't a premier SEC program, but they're a program that if things kind of come together and some of the talent that Shane Beamer has been recruiting, like a Nichols Harbor comes together, they could create some fits for you. That that could be a game that could cause some problems. Now I, I expect Oklahoma would win that, but man, again, SEC schedule, nothing's going to be a gimme. You know, you don't have any gimmies. Yeah, you haven't had any gimmies on the Big 12 schedule in a long, long time. I mean, there have been a few here and there, but I mean, it's been kind of an adventure over the last few years uh, for the Sooners, even in the Big 12. So I don't expect the SEC to be much different. Uh, And then you go on the road down to Oxford, Mississippi to Ole Miss on October 26th uh, before you face Maine on November 2nd, the Maine Black Bears. This is going to be one of those, again, it's not quite a bye week, but it's a reset week, a recalibrate week, an opportunity to get healthy week, a a chance to allow some of your young guys to get some significant playing time in a game that you should absolutely dominate. And then on November 9th, you go to Missouri to face the Tigers. And I know this is not one of those games that everybody considers a rivalry, but with the way recruiting is heated up between the two schools and the and the recruiting battles that have gone, uh, you know, with Williams Nuneri and maybe presumably with Caden Green, the way that that's all transpiring, that could have a factor as well. And then there's the you know uh, Isaiah Mose recruitment as well. But I mean, you're you're battling it out with Missouri for a lot of key you know Midwestern prospects. You got to go and win this one. Eli Drinkwitz had a nice season with the Tigers. You could argue maybe they didn't have the toughest schedule and a lot of the teams they beat may not have been very, very good, but he's got that thing on an upward trajectory and you cannot deny some of the talent like the Luther burden that they've got up there in Columbia. So again, a a tough game that's going to be an environment that's excited and energized and geeked up to welcome Oklahoma and then potentially, you know, knock the rails off of Oklahoma season if they get the chance looking more at the schedule after Missouri, you have your second bye week of the season. Then you play Alabama on November 23rd, which is one of the dates along with Tennessee that we knew and finish the season November 30th at LSU. And speaking with Chris Gordy of locked on sec in the reveal reaction show. I mean, he's pretty much, certain that that's going to be a night game. I assume that's going to be a night game. What better way to welcome Oklahoma into Baton Rouge at the end of the season when potentially there are big time college football playoff stakes, maybe even SEC title game stakes on the line. No better way to do that than having 
OU, LSU in prime time down in Baton Rouge, one of the best night environments in college football. I, I can't say that I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited for the environment. I'm not necessarily excited for Oklahoma having to walk into that environment, but you're, you're a premier program. You're a blue blood program. These are the games you wanted. These are the moments, the opportunities that you wanted on your schedule week in and week out. And man, this is what the sec is going to be all about every single year. You're going to have a bunch of games on your schedule that just look like phenomenal matchups. You know, Ole Miss a few years back, you might not have thought, okay, man, man, that's a premier matchup. But with what Lane Kiffin's done down there in Oxford, that's become a premier matchup. That's become a game that is going to move the needle nationally between Brent Venables and Lane Kiffin and what they both do respectively for the offense and defensive side of the ball. That's going to create so much intrigue and, and, you know, Jackson Dart versus Jackson Arnold. It's going to be fascinating to watch to see, you know, that game transpire. But obviously the big ones, Josh Heupel returning uh, in the week, the first week of SEC play to Norman when Tennessee comes to town. Then you've got, you know, obviously OU Texas. That's always going to be a needle mover on any schedule every single year. The SEC is ecstatic to have that as part of their sale to the networks and part of their their inventory um, as a conference. That's going to be huge. And then obviously bringing Alabama to Norman, dude, so much fun. Norman is going to be buzzing. It's going to be ready to explode when the Crimson Tide and Nick Saban and Jalen Milrow roll into Norman. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then obviously that LSU game. Let's talk some of the advantages, some of the biggest takeaways that we're going to have about this schedule as we move forward. Oklahoma also got a running back commitment. We'll talk about that as well uh, on today's episode of Locked On Sooners. Locked On Sooners is your team every day. Prize picks is the best way to go into daily fantasy sports. It's the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. And now we can play there during basketball season too. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats and place your in place your entry with the basketball season here. You can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues, like choosing LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at 10 and a half combo of three points made plus receptions. I mean, that's a pretty nice line to look at. You just pick more or less on that number and you could win big, big time. Prize picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play. Even if one of your players gets injured for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to pricepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. 
March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, continuing to take a look at the SEC schedule here on Locked On Sooners, your team every day. The Oklahoma Sooners have, to me, about as good of a layout as you could possibly have to put yourself in contention going into November. Are there tough games? 100%. Are there potential pitfalls? No doubt about it. But if you can get through the first five weeks of the season 5-0, and man, everything's on the table for you. You have a great opportunity to go and make a run in your first year in the SEC. Now, beating Tennessee, it's not so simple. Beating Auburn in Auburn, not so simple. But it's going to be possible. Like getting 5-0 and to that first bye week, not outside the realm of possibility for the Oklahoma Sooners. And then that gives you an opportunity to build into the Red River Rivalry Week and potentially start your season 6-0. and Now, will that happen? That's, that's going to be hard to say. Oklahoma's got some things they've got to get fixed and get fixed fast, especially on the offensive line. But the talent is going to be there at quarterback, wide receiver, running back, linebacker, defensive backfield. Defensive line is going to continue to improve. But, I mean, there's opportunities for Oklahoma to start fast and get off to a great start. Even if you don't win the Texas game, I feel pretty comfortable with projecting that you have a, that you beat South Carolina and Missouri. And so say you go, you know, through that first, you know, nine games of the season and you've dropped just one or two games. So you've dropped just one game. You're eight and one going into your second bye week and getting ready for Alabama and LSU. If you can go one and one against Alabama and LSU, you're going to have a great chance to put yourself into the college football playoff discussion as it expands to 12 teams next year. If you can get to Alabama and LSU with just one loss, you're going to have a chance to put yourself in the SEC title game discussion. Now, you look at what Oklahoma is dealing with going into the offseason, and I can see maybe a floor of eight wins on this schedule. I could see Ole Miss being a, a, a game that Oklahoma loses. I could see Tennessee being one of those. Texas, obviously. LSU and Alabama. I mean, all those, all of those right now would be either coin flip games or you'd favor the other team. As far as Alabama, obviously, that's going to be a, one of those that when you look at schedule projections that most people project Oklahoma is going to lose that game to get against Alabama. I mean, Alabama is a playoff team this year with an ascending quarterback and Nick Saban. Oklahoma is an ascending team, but first year starting quarterback Jackson Arnold. Now, the advantages of this schedule, you've got 10 weeks to get Jackson Arnold, your offense, all of that humming 
before you face Alabama in Norman and go on the road to Baton Rouge to take on Louisiana State University. But you don't have a whole lot of margin for error in the first 10 weeks of the season either. If you drop a game to Texas or you drop a game to Ole Miss or you drop a game to Tennessee, that doesn't give you a whole lot of room for error the rest of the way. So the Oklahoma Sooners are going to have to start fast. They're going to have to take advantage of, of that first four weeks of the season where they'd have a nice home stretch and then not drop games where they might potentially be favored like Auburn, like South Carolina, like Missouri. You can't drop those games. You got to win the ones you're supposed to win and then hope you can steal one of those games that maybe you're not supposed to win or two of those games that you're not supposed to win, depending on what we're looking at. I mean, if we're looking at Oklahoma as a on the road, I mean, that's not been a program that's fared well on the road under Brent Venables so far through his tenure. Now you got to go to, to Ole Miss. You got to go to Baton Rouge. You got to go to Auburn. Those are not easy places to play. And you've got to figure out ways to come out with wins in those games. You got to go to Missouri, which, I mean, you look back at Oklahoma's history, you might argue that's an easy place to play. But given what's transpired and given that everybody expects Oklahoma to come in and be some middling team, you know that Missouri and its fan base are going to be pumped to welcome the Sooners back into town and hope to send them back to Norman with a loss. So, I mean, there are going to be a lot of really intriguing matchups this year, Um, but you get the bye weeks in such a great spot. I mean, you get the bye week before Texas, you get the bye week before Alabama. How, I mean, you couldn't have asked for anything better on that front. Generally, Oklahoma's getting the bye week after the Red River showdown and then has still a bunch of games left to play. But this year you get two and they come right before your two biggest matchups on the schedule in Texas and Alabama. So that could not have worked out more perfectly. And then, I mean, it's, it's back to Jackson Arnold and it's back to the offense. Cause if you look at it, temple, Houston, Tulane, Tennessee, I mean, four defenses that are going to be beatable and four defenses that are going to allow your offense to get in sync. That game at Auburn becomes like your first big, big defensive test. For Jackson, for Jackson Arnold in the offensive line. And if you can pass that one, you'll feel pretty good about where you're headed. But you got to build momentum through those first four home games. Getting four home games to start the season, huge for the Sooners, allows them to kind of get comfortable, get settled in. But then you got to be able to respond when you go on the road and play at Auburn. Again, it's a game that you can't drop. You can't. You just simply can't drop it. Um, but I, I love the schedule. Yeah, is it tough? 100%. Yeah, is it potentially a, an eight-win season? I mean, that's on the table. That's certainly on the table for the Sooners. But what's also on the table is if they can get things straightened out, especially along their offensive line, which I have no doubt that Bill Beatenbow is going to figure it out because he always seems to figure it out. But if they can get things right along the offensive line, and that's not a net negative position group for you, that it's a positive position group for you, you're able to run the football, then, dude, the SEC title, the college football playoff, that's all on the table for Oklahoma as well. Consider all the possibilities. Anything can happen this next season, but you go into the SEC 
Jackson Arnold is, who we think he is, and you could have a breakout season in Brent Venable's third year at the Oklahoma Sooners as the Oklahoma Sooners head coach. So it's going to be a lot of fun, man. The SEC is going to be so much fun. The the schedules are going to be crazy every single year. And that's what's exciting about all of this is that you're going to get these marquee matchups, not just one time a year when you play in the Red River rivalry. No, you're going to get a marquee matchup when you play Texas, when you play Auburn, when you play Ole Miss, when you play Alabama, when you play LSU, a ton, Tennessee. I mean, tons of marquee matchups for the Sooners, for the fans to get really, really excited about. And man, continue to build. Brian Venables has got a lot of work to do this offseason to get his team fully prepared for that SEC grind. But man, it's going to be so much fun. Listen to him. Yeah. That didn't take long. The uh, yeah, we're not going to chant SEC all the time, but we're excited to be joining the SEC, and I can't wait to do our crossovers with all the SEC hosts here on the Locked On Network. There's so many great and talented individuals that are so tuned in with their programs and their teams. So I cannot wait to break these teams down over the next year as we get ready for SEC play, and then talk to them in those game weeks as well. So. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Locked On Sooners wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to the Locked On Sports Today uh, channel, the first 24-7 streaming channel of its kind over on YouTube. Do that. Check it out. It'll come up right after this show as well. Uh, but we're going to talk about Oklahoma's latest transfer portal commitment. We'll do that here on Locked On Sooners, your team, every day after the break. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your teams, if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use with a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. FanDuel is an official sponsor of the NFL. And if you're looking at getting in on what Oklahoma has going for the Alamo Bowl with Arizona, the last we looked, they were a, a two and a half point underdog against the Arizona Wildcats, which, you know, understandable considering, you know, Oklahoma has lost some significant pieces along their offensive line. They're starting, you know, a true freshman, making his first start um, in the Alamo Bowl and Jackson Arnold. But there's a lot. I mean, I'm intrigued by that that line, actually, for Oklahoma. I think that the two and a half is might might be one that I'd like to little put a little money down on because, I mean, this offense is going to be really, really good. But if you want to go put money on the money line bet, any you know $5 wager on that one, Oklahoma is plus 125. So that gets you a little bit of profit if the Sooners are able to pull that off. So go to FanDuel.com, use promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE uh, and kick off, sorry, use promo code LOCKEDON. Visit FanDuel.com slash LOCKEDON and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. The Oklahoma Sooners get a commitment from U, University of Tennessee, Martin running back, Sam Franklin, 
he adds to a really interesting running back room that features Gavin Sawchuk, Javante Barnes, Caleb Hicks, and then some really promising incoming players, Taylor Tatum, Xavier Robinson, and Andy Bass. But with this addition of Sam Franklin, the Sooners get a guy that runs kind of similarly to like a Kennedy Brooks in my mind, maybe a little bit more wiggle, someone who's able to create big plays, who's a patient runner, uh, has some explosiveness, is as an agile running back. And like I said, he's patient. You know, he's he's somebody who allows the hole to develop and then bursts through it. Again, similar to a Kennedy Brooks style, runs a little bit upright, uh, but makes it work for him. You know, he doesn't necessarily have show off all the breakaway speed all the time, but I mean, he was very effective in the breakaway game, you know, for UT Martin, he had 22 runs of 15 yards or more. He averaged 3.93 yards after contact per attempt ran for a total of 868 yards after contact, according to pro football focus and for 49 first downs this season. Uh, Overall, ran for 1,367 yards on 221 attempts for 6.2 yards per carry and 11 rushing touchdowns. Over the last two seasons, he has 19 rushing touchdowns. And, I mean, back in 2022, averaged 7.9 yards per carry um, and averaged 5.21 yards after contact. So the guy is, is really good at staying balanced, at keeping his feet on contact, and able to break tackles and make big plays happen even after contact. So that's a really intriguing um, potential addition. Sorry, not potential. It's a really intriguing addition. Someone who can come in and be a backup to Gavin Sawchuk at the at the least, or split time with Sawchuk, or compete with Javante Barnes and Caleb Hicks for snaps this next season. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, it it kind of surprises me that they went to the portal to add a player, but given the inexperience of Caleb Hicks and Taylor, Taylor Tatum and Xavier Robinson, you kind of have to hedge a little bit. And given the injury issues that Javante Barnes has dealt with, you need to have a little bit of a veteran presence. And we can throw Gavin Sawchuk into the injury realm of things as well. You got to have a, a veteran presence that you can give the ball to. That's going to be a productive player for you. And I mean, he's been durable as well. You know, he's got the, you know, he's got, over 300 carries over the last two years. And, you know, he played in 12 games this season, sorry, 11 games this season and played in another 11 games back in 2022. So he's been a very available player for you um, and will likely be available for the Oklahoma Sooners too. gets in a room with DeMarco Murray and could elevate his game. We've seen DeMarco Murray take transfer running backs and help them to thrive, whether it's Tommy Walker or Ramondre Stevenson or Eric Gray. They've been able to find new heights to their game under DeMarco Murray. Now, the big question, like we discussed in the second segment, is the offensive line. Can they retool the offensive line in such a way that it's going to continue to be a strength of this team? They're going to have to. There's no, hey, we had a down year along the offensive line. No, you've got to go into 2024 pretty solidified up front. There's not going to be any guessing. You can't, you know, sit back and just wait on it to come together. You got to have answers pretty soon. And and we think we'll have some of those answers and they're going to continue to attack the transfer portal. But 
you've got to have an offensive line that's going to be able to get your running game going early on in the season and not wait until midway through the year before it finally starts to come together. But a big addition of Sam Franklin to the Sooners. I love what he brings to the table. Watch some of his games earlier today, and I, I think he's going to be an impact player for Oklahoma. Now, will he be Gavin Sachuk? Will he take 20 carries a game? Who knows? But he'll at least be a guy that you can give the ball to 10 to 15 times in a secondary role. Think of like the Tawi Walker role for the Oklahoma Sooners. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Sooners. Thanks so much for tuning in and being a part of the show. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. We're free and available on all podcast platforms and on YouTube. So go hit that subscribe button and that notification bell to let you know when new episodes drop. Follow my man Josh on Twitter at Josh on Ref. Myself at John Nine Williams. The show is at Locked On Sooners on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and TikTok as well. You can go read some of my work covering the Oklahoma Sooners over at the SoonersWire.com. Sorry, not the Sooners Wire, but SoonersWire.com, part of USA Today Sports. But until next time, I'm John Williams for Josh Helmer as well. Boomer Sooner.